Hey fam, it's just Abby today. Can't thank you enough for tuning in to Being Human is Weird, following along with and supporting Carrie and I. Today is a continuation of the Real Talk series with me, and we're going to talk about stress relief, different grounding exercises, and probably a lot of me saying things out loud as they pop into the old nog. So if you are somewhere safe and warm, you are encouraged to get up and walk or wiggle as you listen, but not necessary, obviously. How would I ever know whether you were doing that? <laughs> While I was on a walk today, I started thinking about what I wanted this episode to look like. And I got just thinking about the new year, what a new year means for people, and how bizarre it is. We start putting all of these expectations on ourselves, on the year, we have these expectations in place for how things are definitely going to go differently this year. And when they don't, we give up in two weeks and we get frustrated because it's too much or we've decided this year, I'm not even going to do goals. I'm not going to have focuses, focus eye. I'm not going to prioritize myself. I'm just going to let things go. Or we set the same resolutions every year for 25 years. And I'm just wondering why we do that and why we stress ourselves out and then what happens when we stress ourselves out and we're already stressed. So that's what kind of led us or me here. I am stressed. I honestly woke up this morning feeling like I was literally one mismanaged or disorganized snack cabinet away from a full-on mentee bee, which has me thinking that others maybe are experiencing something similar or in a similar boat. I hope you're not, but... <laughs> It's pretty likely <laughs> at least somebody is. I'm starting to find myself getting picky about small things. I've mentioned it and I've been talking to Brandoline a little bit about it and things are annoying or bothering me and I'm bringing those things up and I've just been totally ignoring the fact that I haven't been taking any responsibility for things that I may be doing to contribute to my own discomfort or the discomfort of others or my situation. I just think it's really interesting when we get to this point. The point of walking on eggshells for no reason, annoyed about everything, minor inconveniences feel huge. I want to know why we don't catch those things happening and stop them or prevent them before we get to this point. It's not like resentment toward life or toward your snack cabinet or the frustrations build up overnight. It takes a lot of time. So how do we get to a place where we're emotionally mature enough to recognize those things and learn to cope before we hit that point of frustration or burnout for some people? Do we? Focus on learning how it feels when we get angry, what happens in our hands, in our heart, our face, our stomachs, or is it more what our thoughts start to sound like? Do we focus on the fact that we can't pause between that stimulus and our response to it? What happens to get us to that point and how do we try to prevent it? Well, friends, I don't have any answers, but after extensive research on the Google machine and knowing what I do from therapy or from what I've learned from podcasts or my beloved Carrie, I do know a few things. Um, we have to learn to create emotional and self-awareness. How you feel and react is not everyone else's problem. And how others feel and react 
is not your problem. We also need to learn to be mindful and present so that we can understand what's going on with ourselves and how we're reacting to others and our environment. So of course, I could go over 30 hours of techniques, plans, self-help material, and maybe Carrie and I will. But today, we're just going to go over a few basic things that you can do or practice to help pull yourself out of a freaking hell spiral when you're feeling angry, hot, anxious, and like you just, ugh, you just wanna shake, shake something or Kool-Aid man through the wall. Something that we all do is talk to ourselves and asking questions. So the next time you're feeling really frustrated or blaming someone else for something, whether it's their fault or not, ask yourself, is this actually what's going on? Or am I telling myself a story so that I can control the situation? And something cute that I found from, there's an Instagram account called Just Froget About It. And I saw a post the other day that just said to ask yourself when you're in some sort of an argument or feeling frustrated, is it necessary that I win this? Do I need to be upset about this? Or is this my ego taking over and trying to control something? A lot of times it comes down to control. If we react in a certain way, potentially we tell ourselves that we can control the outcome. So that way we feel like we're prepared. So we try to mold what other people are doing, try to control what they're going to say or what the outcome is going to be so that we can continue feeling a little bit comfortable. So learn how to talk to yourself in a way that is like, I don't know what the outcome's going to be, but that's okay, I can manage myself within this situation. Something else that can be very helpful for those of us who feel anxious or like there's a lot going on, overstimulated, are grounding exercises. And this is something that you can look up very easily. There's tons of different resources and different things to do. But something that I found to be helpful and that I share with a lot of people is the 54321 exercise. And I encourage you to do this right now while you're listening. We'll choose five things that we can see. You don't have to say it out loud, but you can. So you choose five things that you can see, four things that you can hear, three things that you could touch or are touching you. For example, you could say my clothes on my arm, or my pants on my legs, if you're wearing pants. Two things that you can smell and one thing that you can taste. If you find yourself in a situation where you're trying to remember what the 54321 is, don't stress yourself out. Just do your best. If you can come up with five things that you can see, that's great. If you don't remember what they are, that's okay. Just make it up as you go along. But the important thing is just grounding yourself in that environment and kind of coming back down to reality. So five things you can see, four things you can hear, three things you can touch, two things you can smell, one thing you can taste. Another thing is just describing what's around you. Again, you can say this out loud. I would recommend it. Who cares what you look like? Remember what we said? We don't give a shit anymore what people are thinking. It is not your problem. You have no control over that. So do this to help yourself. Describe what's around you so that you have to bring that awareness in to what you're doing and take it away from whatever's trying to steal your attention and make you feel anxious. Something else that's really helpful is using an anchoring statement. It's very basic and it's about you. 
For example, you could say, my name is Abby, I live in California, and my favorite show is The Office. That's my anchor statement. I will use that every time. But each time I'm in a unique situation, after I state my anchor statement, I will describe what is going on or add details until I feel more calm or until I'm back using air quotes with it. This one is tough for people, but it's probably the one I would recommend most is practicing self-kindness yet being realistic. So you can say to yourself, I'm going through a rough time right now. I can figure this out. I may be having a larger than necessary reaction to what's going on. Blank, blank, blank is something that I could do differently to feel better. Or ask yourself, what if the opposite of what I'm thinking is true? What if this person isn't really upset with me? I'm just perceiving it that way. They might be upset about something else. Another technique is list some of your favorite things. And I think we should do this together. I like this one. I'll go first. I'm just going to name three things that I love. It doesn't have to be your favorite thing, I guess, but three things that you really love. I love my dog Libby. I love pizza. And I love going to Port Crescent for hikes. Now my mind is on that. I've pulled myself out of that hell spiral and I can insert a pause to start thinking. So now you go. List out three of your favorite things. Something that a member shared with me the other day that I thought was interesting was cold. So this is more of a physical stimulus that can pull you out of whatever's going on, but you do have to have a little bit of wherewithal to get to it, but uh, cold touch. So you could stick your hands in the snow, run them under freezing water, hold an ice cube, but something that you can't ignore the feeling of. It draws attention to that, so it pulls you away from what's going on in your head. It may not work for an extended period of time, but it's definitely something that can help you with that pause to insert some of these other exercises or just to ground you and bring you to the now. And a lot of time that's what has to happen. We just need to pull ourselves down. Of course, you knew I was going to talk about breathing, breathing exercises. Sometimes they sound a little bit woo-woo or we think, oh, I don't have time for that shit. I don't have time for meditation. I don't have time to take deep breaths. Okay, honey, you're doing it anyway, all day, every day. Yes, you do. You don't have to meditate or do an organized meditation unless it's one of Carrie's 25 out of 10 would recommend. Focus on your breath. You do not have to think anything through just calm yourself down a little bit to offer yourself that opportunity to think before you freak out or think before you speak, I guess. <laughs> Count them. Inhale is one, exhale is two, inhale is three, exhale is four. But if you can just tell yourself in your mind, breath, breath, to pull yourself back, focus on that breathing, slow things down a little bit, give yourself a two second space to be able to figure out what your next move is, or at least recognize, okay, I'm flipping out. I just need to be, I just need to calm down for a second. Here's what I need. Another one, I'm not exactly sure what it's called, but I heard it, of course, on Andrew Huberman. I really love his podcasts. If I would recommend them. But anyway, this essentially short circuits stress. It's got a lot to do with science and what your diaphragm is doing and making space for your heart, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't take any extra time and really helps. You'll take two short-ish inhales through the nose 
and one long exhale through the mouth. So it's Try it a couple times. Lower your shoulders, unclench your jaw, give it another try. Two to three of those when you're feeling really stressed, if none of this, none of these other things sound good to you. Box breathing? This is actually a tactic that Navy SEALs used, so if any of you think that it's, breathing is just for bitches, tell that to a Navy SEAL. Um, this is a good one uh, when you wake up, when you're feeling stressed uh, all of the time. They use it in stressful situations to bring that awareness back to themselves, back to their bodies. So you'll inhale for a count of four, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four. And you just keep doing that for as, lo as long as you need. But it's inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, and hold, two, three, four. And you can do that for two minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes, probably five before 10. Anyway, that's a great one. Or deep breathing with some sort of mantra or anchor word. So picking a little saying or um, a word as you're focusing on your breath. Mine is usually, okay, come back. <laughs> or you're okay, not my problem nothing I can do. So you breathe in. Okay, Abby, come back and then exhale and just keep doing that over and over until you're a little bit more centered. It's important for us to become emotionally aware, emotionally intelligent and emotionally mature. It makes the world a better place. It will make you a better person. It will make you easier to be around, but also it will make dealing with others who maybe aren't ready for that yet, easier for you to be around. It will be easier for you to adjust because you can think differently. It won't be this person is an asshole or this person is driving slow because they want to piss me off. It's maybe something's going on with them. I don't know. There's nothing I can do. I can't control them. So I'm just going to focus on what I can do and calming myself down. You're still going to get stressed some days. Maybe it won't be so difficult and maybe you'll find ways to just let things go and let things be. That's the ultimate goal, right? And this is how we start. So I realized I threw a lot of things at you. Um, some of the main ones would be the five, four, three, two, one, describing what's around you, grabbing something cold, or just focusing on your breath, looking up different breathing exercises. None of these take any extra time. They can be in the moment or they can practice out but just things to help you get through being a human right now in this world with everything that we have going on. I love you. Thank you for listening. And Carrie and I will be back next week. <laughs>